Your day has just begun. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? Ready. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hashtag Utah Jazz. Oh, one side of it, you, you're really happy for him because he's he's had another kid. He's him and his family are growing, and and obviously from our point of view, we we 100 percent support him going to see his his family uh, and be with his family. So that's kind of first and foremost. But yeah, obviously on the flip side of that, he, he's a big part of our team. So whenever Mary and and Mike feel comfortable that, that it's the right time for, for him to come back, we'll, we'll obviously bring him in with open arms. But until then, it's it's one of those things. It's, it's much bigger than basketball. Joe Ingles talking about Mike Conley's absence. Jazz will be without him here as the series begins today. 11.30 the tip, 10.30 the pregame show. They'll probably miss him for more games, but bubble timeline, when he'll return, currently unknown after quarantine when he did. So better prepare for life without Mike Conley. And PK, there's reason to think the Jazz have been doing that for a few months now. Oh, they're going to do it for a few more months until next season because I don't see how they're going to win this series without Mike Conley. Doesn't look like that would be the way to bet at all. Jazz are also without Ed Davis. He's got an MCL injury, so he's out for this series, but he hasn't really been playing that much. you got to figure Rudy Gobert is beginning to get most of the time here. For Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, Joe Ingles, they got the green light, PK. Shoot as much as possible. Obviously, Rudy depending on them getting the ball to him, but for Donovan and for Joe and probably for Jordan Clarkson too, it's, it's go time. Yeah, I think they already did. So I don't know that that's anything new. Uh, If you're looking for guys to replace Mike Conley, I don't think it's going to be those three because those three were going to be able to, they were going to have to do what they were going to do no matter what. More on this game, more on this series coming up. we got a lot of you weighing in on Facebook, what you expect, looking forward to this, what you're thinking as this gets underway. We'll get to all of that in our next segment. DJ and PK. Hashtag NBA. The Lakers, they're the number one seed in the West for a reason. They got the best player in the world on their team. But at the same time, we, we didn't fight uh, as hard as we fought in the bubble to just say, all right, we the eight seed and go out here and just get beat up on. Uh, we feel like we have a chance in the series against anybody in this league. Uh, we feel like we got a chance in this series. And that's how we go approach it. You know, we go approach it with a, you know, a healthy level of respect for them for ourselves, not as far as what anybody else has to say or what other people think. We respect them for who they are. And uh, we have enough belief in ourselves to go into it feeling like we can win the series. You know, I think it's, it's that simple. That's Damian Lillard talking about the Blazers' chances against the Lakers. They got one more day off to prepare. They don't play today. They're going to open up tomorrow. In prime time, they'll be the 7 o'clock game. It's the Mavericks and Clippers tonight, 7 o'clock on ESPN. Can you put a number on it? What percent chance you give the Mavericks of shocking the world? The Mavericks now? We're, we're moving on from Dame? Uh, Ooh, well, I, I picked, the, Lakers don't play I picked the Clippers to go all the way, so I'd probably give the Mar- Mavericks probably an 80% chance of winning the series. <laughs> you do not. <laughs> Maybe eight, not 80. Uh, yeah, but they, see that you got to go my prediction. You got to factor in my prediction. Oh, you've jinxed them? 
I'm not like PK the Greek over here. Uh, you've had some good predictions. <laughs> Everybody whiffs on a few. Some people can I still pick think it. that the Clippers have the best team and that they should win it all. I've been saying that for weeks, and that really hasn't changed. But yeah, well, you got you got a player that. The, the caliber of Doncic, who's just 21 years of, of age, and I think he, he's got to be first-team All-NBA, doesn't he? I mean, it's amazing how young he is and how good he is. And you got Porzingis, who's not exactly, what do they say, chop liver. You know, I don't know how much they've got beyond those two. They got some role players, and maybe if they had uh, probably, I'd say, at least two, if not three role players, whoever they may be on a given game, play about as well as they could play. I give him a shot. Uh, any one game, I certainly give him a shot. Trying to win four is the issue here. This isn't the NCAA tournament. But certainly when you've got an all-league player and another, I can't call him really a sidekick, that's too dismi- uh, uh What am I looking for? That's too dismissive. disrespectful, I think, to just call Porzingis a sidekick because I think he's much better than that. But you got two quality players. I love what the Mavericks are doing now. They their time is going to come it's just not right now i mean check back in two to three years if they handle things the way they should and add some pieces and cuban spend some money which you have no doubt that he will they should be a bona fide contender again as they were years back with Nowitzki. but right now it's certainly the clippers should be a heavy favorite i did move on from dame uh dame and the blazers pretty quickly there did you have a hot take you wanted to share on that they, they don't play till tomorrow so Maybe they, uh, I, they, they, I support what he was saying. I yeah. agree with everything he said. Uh, what do you think of that game Saturday? you think that could be a permanent part of the landscape? Nine versus eight, trying to keep uh, more teams from tanking? But does the ninth place team, I'd have to look back and see uh, historically, is that a position in which you purposely try to lose? Uh, I would guess most times no. I think the thought would be that 10 and 11 might be close enough to 9 that they wouldn't tank. Now, Dave, uh, David Locke said he thinks that it might be bigger than this. You know, it could be some kind of ladder where 10 plays 9 and 9 plays 8, and you have a couple of these. I just don't know how long they'd want, you know, everyone else shut down while these things played out. So I don't well, know. Well, what are we talking about? Go. One game, or is it going to be the finagled thing where the eight has game to lose twice. Yeah. I mean, what are we talking about? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I'd up for discussion. Look at it. Yeah. But yeah, I, well, let's never uh, lose the fact of uh, the it's there to make money. And if this brings in more money and that the fans tips, like tips it. The scales. Yeah. yeah so, uh, you know, as long as you don't trump it up too much and jack it up to where it's, it's goofy, uh, but uh, I, it's not like I disliked it by any stretch. It was an interesting game. It was, it was a, sort of a fun game there. I never really felt that Portland was going to lose the series, but that somewhere along the line it would happen. But I would have to, I'd have to investigate the line of how deep the playoffs go because the one thing I don't want is a team with uh, 33 wins having <laughs> to be considered a playoff. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it I sounds good on paper. But I would need to do more research, which I'm not going to do, by the way. <laughs> you want someone to do it for you? I don't care enough. David Locke's got nothing going on. Let him do it. David, hey, we got a project for you. Uh, yeah, his mind can't sit still. We know that. So the last thing I need is to have a number nine team who is in the low 30s get in 
to the postseason and they get drilled in four straight by uh, number one seed and it's not competitive at all, that doesn't do anything for me as a fan. If it brings them money, good for them, but I don't receive any of their money, so it doesn't matter to me. I'm looking for competition and I don't want something that becomes a joke. Other games today, uh, the Nets and Raptors are at 2 o'clock. The Sixers and the Celtics are at 4.30. I think I'd be pretty interested in that Sixers-Celtics series, but when Simmons went out, lost some of its luster there, I assume Boston's going to take care of Philly pretty quickly. Okay. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. It's an amazing thing. I texted Alex before the training camp got going. Uh, him just being there and being able to get cleared by his doctors and then now getting cleared by the uh, the Washington's doctors, being able to go out there and, and be able to perform. It just shows the grit that he has. And, I mean, he's someone that uh, helped me out a ton in my career, and he's always persevered, and I just uh, expect him to keep persevering as his career goes on. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes right there talking about Alex Smith, the former Ute quarterback. Practicing in Washington again. Of course, they were teammates for one year in Kansas City. Uh, 17 surgeries, PK. Nearly had the leg amputated. It's an incredible story. I suppose there are people watching this uh, story unfold thinking, I mean, that's awesome, but why risk injury again? I couldn't, I don't want to see you get hurt. Why go out there? But hey, football players have to play football, right? Yeah, I don't know. You can live your life on worrying about risks. It's just, uh, we're, do, we're, we're overdoing this with worrying about risk. Why get out of bed if you're worried about risk? I don't really see him playing. I think they've committed to the young guy, Haskins. Uh, maybe that won't be the case. But uh, so in my mind, he'll get back out there and maybe be around for a year or so and probably call it a day. He's had a nice career, not a spectacular one. But the comeback, that's separate. Comeback is totally different. Doesn't matter if he'd won 10 Super Bowls or zero Super Bowls. It's a phenomenal story. And Washington has a new team president, Jason Wright, the first black president of the NFL team. He replaces Bruce Allen there. Allen was, Allen was let go at the end of last season. Wright played in the NFL, Cardinals, Falcons, Browns. He's running back for seven years. This is a franchise, I don't know, can you overcome the owner, though? Uh, he seems to be front and center all the time, and it's been uh, two pretty dreary decades in our nation's capital. Well, I think I can honestly say he is the right man for the job. Okay, well done. New president, new coach, and possibly with Haskins, a new quarterback. So we'll see how that all plays out, right? DJ and PK. Just really excited. Uh, you know, thankful to, to Tom and the administration for getting it done and for Troy, you know, and excited. Ryan Pugh's there as the offensive coordinator, you know, so uh, a guy that we know really well, and um, they have a lot of talent on their team as well, and they've done some really good things as a group in their first year last year, and you know, as the OC for Pugh, I was really proud of him, so, you know, he left us as O-line coach and went to go be an offensive coordinator, and really, really impressive what he's doing right now, and, and uh, it'd be cool to have him back in Provo and, and uh, def- to try and defend his offense, so it's going to be a lot of fun as a, as a team, and just to have that on the schedule is a little bit relieving, and I know that we'll probably see some more teams come up in the next little bit as Tom starts working through it. Kalani Sataki meeting with the media, talking about the addition of a fourth game with Troy coming in and expecting more games. And I would think they're going to get some home games here. I would think ESPN wants some some games in primetime on the West Coast. And there aren't that many teams that can provide that right now, PK. So I would think ESPN is going to help them out here at some point. Well, there's only one team that can provide that right now. That's BYU. Yeah, unless somebody plays a really weird kickoff time. 
Uh, is Air Force going to play those two games with Army and Navy? Uh, one would be on the road. They don't have one at home. No official word on that. That might be one more game they can get there. But nobody else playing west of the Rockies, so there's that. As of right now. Who do you think will double back? Uh, hopefully the Pac-12 and Big Ten have brains and double back. Parents from Ohio State, Iowa, and Penn State have spoken out against the Big Ten decision to postpone the football season this fall. Many of them writing open letters to the conference, demanding a response from Commissioner Kevin Warren about why they announced the schedule and then canceled the fall season, which, in retrospect, was a pretty bizarre timeline and doesn't make any sense. If you're going to cancel it, you don't really need to announce the schedule. Could have kept that thing under wraps for a week. If it's so dangerous, and maybe it is, but I contend that when they made the decision almost in the same very week that they had previously announced the schedule, that seemed bizarre timing, as you just alluded to. But if it's so dangerous, how come Warren's son can play at Mississippi State? Wouldn't you, wouldn't you expect Kevin to say, son, you're not playing? So, at the end of the day, does it come down to the SEC that their slogan was uh, really true? It just means more. And they're not canceling. Although the Alabama AD was tweeting out pictures of people lined up without masks as they start to come back to campus and telling them if you want football, mask up. So I don't know that they're going to play for sure. But you're right. it could. That would be a weird deal if the season actually plays out that way. The SEC plays the whole season and the Big Ten doesn't. But the Big Ten commissioner's son does because he's in SEC school. Well, if you can't play the whole season but you tried... It's like the high schools. You know, the high schools have already had week one here locally. And you know, if you listen to teachers and students, and I've got both, the, the word running around is, oh, everything's going to be shut down in two weeks. But at least you gave it a try. And I was listening. Uh, I went to the gym yesterday morning, and I was listening to a national show, and some ex-jock was on there, and one of the moms of the players from uh, Iowa was on. that You just referenced the, mm-hmm. the letter and all that. And he says, we're, well, suppose someone dies playing football. Well, that would suck. Suppose someone dies not playing football, but gets it, and if they would have been playing football, they wouldn't have got it. I mean, you can ping-pong this back and forth five million times. Justin Field, the Ohio State quarterback, has an online petition. He's got 218,000 signatures, maybe more by now. Uh, wants the Big Ten to reinstate the season, says the Big Ten, asking uh, players and teams to make their own choices as whether they wish to play or opt out of the fall season. That is basically what the uh, NFL did. And, you know, I think it just it really goes to the question of liability, PK. You know, it's, uh, you know, the Big Ten commissioner is looking at the Big Ten thinking they're liable if anything goes wrong at one of 14 schools. And he's looking at his son thinking, ah, the odds are in our favor. It's not that big a deal. But that's one kid as opposed to 85 kids on a team, 105 with yeah, a walk-on. Yeah, but the risk, the risk 14. is just as great. But it's just one. So if, if that's the case, then uh, put 50 kids out there because then you'll reduce it. Oh, using that logic, reduce don't have 85. Smaller just, tell, just cut out say, guys, we'll give you your eligibility, but you're not eligible. Just like the NBA said, guys, you're in the NBA, but we're not taking you to Orlando. So sorry. But this is what we've decided. So if you want to reduce the risk using that logic, have 60 kids. That that, that should make it drop incrementally. Um, here we, we're, we're looking better each day now. It'd be interesting we're, to see how many people opted out because that would start lowering that number right away. And you're right. They could just a, say no, you know, no walk-ons, right? 
We're not doing that. Kind of the way the NBA said, we're taking 35 people. I know you usually travel, depending on the club, with 50, 60, 70, whatever yeah. it is. But we're th- this is the limit here. I think for me, if I'm Kevin Warren, I restart the Big Ten. But just to be on the safe side, I tell Ohio State, since they have the most fans, we're just not going to let you play this year. I think that's the smartest thing to do. Just your Ohio, your anti-Ohio State uh, thing coming out. No, right I'm there. looking for for safety reasons, and and when you think about it, at least for me, most Ohio State fans I know have cooties. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. High fly ball down the left field line. That ball is hooking toward the corner, and it's going to be gone. Four in a row. Eloy Jimenez just kept it fair to the bullpen. And the White Sox draw four of a kind, and it's 7-0 here in the fifth. You're making your Major League debut, PK, and you give up a homer. And another, and another, and another. Back to back to back to back, Royal Ramirez. The record nobody wants to have, but it's his now. Giving up four consecutive homers in his Major League Baseball debut. Mixing a walk. <laughs> Plunk some guy in the shoulder. No, I'm not saying that, but just uh, throw some, at least mix it up a little bit, you know? White Sox uh, end up uh, winning that game. They beat the Cardinals 7-2. to The Dodgers... Four home runs. They sweep the Angels. Caber Ruiz started it off. 20-year-old homering in his first major league at bat. And then they just basically pound him three in the third, four in the fourth, and it's over. The Dodger machine looks like it's uh, it's uh, in top form right now, PK. Yeah, Ruiz, that was literally his first at bat. It was They had to send some... A stadium worker out there to get the ball, and he's looking for it. You know, you don't have somebody catch it, and then they run out there and give him some prize to get the ball back because it's your first big league hit. And every time, anytime you get your first big league hit, you always see that they'll uh, lob the ball yep. over to the dugout. Well, here it was a home run, and uh, I think that was his first uh, at bat too. Uh, so first hit, first at bat, all that type of stuff, and. And, of course, and there's no fans. He hit it in the right field, and they sent a worker out there to get it. It took a sweet time, but eventually he got it. <laughs> What's the rush? Yeah, just going to sit there. They're just going to give me some other lousy job. Yeah, it was a nice day. Take a nice walk, get a little exercise. So the Dodgers are rolling. They lead the division by two games. They look like they're in charge in the National League West. The Angels is uh, is Pujols, or not Pujols, um, Trout ever going to play uh, in a playoff again? I mean, they've expanded it this year, but the Angels are 7-15, and 15, so I don't even know that they're going to make the expanded playoff. They're not, a, not at the pace they're going, that's for sure. No. No, I mean, you, I guess Madden's new, so uh, see if they can get some pitching there. Uh, you can have uh, eight Mike Trouts. He'd be awesome offensively and defensively, but uh, you need some pitching. I mean, that's a name of that ball game. You've got to have it. You can have all the hitting in the world you want, but if you don't have decent pitching, I mean, you look at the A's. They're just pounding the ball. They've got it both right now. I mean, the Giants suck. Giants were supposed to suck, and now they had a decent little start, and they settled into sucking. They're firmly in last place in the NL West. And the Athletics, man, 
hitting grand slams in the ninth. <laughs> I know. These phenomenal <laughs> comebacks. It's just amazing. They're now uh, with a 15-3 win yesterday. Oakland is now 16-6, four and a half games in front of the Astros and five up on the Rangers, and the Angels and Mariners have completely disappeared in the rearview mirror. They're like nine games back, so running away with it. Yankees' DJ LeMayu uh, going to the injured list. How many injuries do you think the Yankees plan on having, and will it matter? They're 15-6. and six. They don't seem to be missing Stanton. Now, maybe partly this is, you know, they got to play the Red Sox this weekend, and the Red Sox, like the Giants, are, uh, you know, headed straight to last place and not what they were a couple of years ago. I guess I'd have to see how long LeMayu is out. Are we looking at a week? Because obviously everything is magnified. But if you're going to win your division, which I don't know that they're going to for sure because uh, Tampa Bay is decent. So... Obviously, you want to be healthy for this uh, this crazy season that they've got in the postseason, which is just right around the corner, and we just started the regular season yesterday. What is trending? Brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener at Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. All right, playoffs start today. A weird, unusual NBA playoffs, but the NBA playoffs, nevertheless. What are you looking forward to? How fired up are you? We'll get to all of that next. DJ and PK. we got Steve Cleveland here at 830. Kendra Andrews covers the Nuggets for the Athletic at 9 o'clock. Stay with us.